Welcome to Fit for Duty, Fit for Life. My name is Coach JC, and I am your coach. Each week, we bring you an inspiring, winning story, an empowering, motivating, winning word so that you can be your best and win more in life. Thank you for joining us today, and now it's time for you to be Fit for Duty and Fit for Life. All right, what's going on, guys? This is Coach JC here, and you are listening to the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast. Man, I'm super excited that you joined us today, and you are in for a treat. We are going to be interviewing Sean Brooks, Lieutenant out at Denver Fire Department. How you doing, Sean? I'm doing great, doing great. Awesome, man. And before we do hand it over to you, Sean, and, and, and get to interview today, we have what we call at Fit for Duty, Fit for Life, our winning confession. Just like you train your body, you can train your mind. So if you are a frequent listener, then you know how we roll. We have our winning confession. If it's your first time tuning in, then we would just ask you to repeat after me. Here we go. Today is my day. No one will get in my way of me being the best version of me. I am here on purpose. I have a purpose. I am strong. I am passionate. I am fearless. I choose faith. I am a fit first responder. I am fit for duty. I am fit for life. Once again, this is Coach JC, and you are listening to the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast. And I'm joined by our guest today, Mr. Sean Brooks, Lieutenant at a Denver Fire Department. Sean, thank you, sir, for being on our show today. Awesome, man. Hey, the first thing we like to do, Sean, is we always like to start our show off with a time uh, of really you introducing yourself, man. Obviously, you are one of the finest, one of the bravest, you know, within the Denver Fire Department. And uh, you're on this show because somebody recommended you be on this show. That's how we find our guests. It's one of the finest, the bravest throughout our nation uh, through probably FFRonline.tv. Said, man, we know this guy. We heard of this guy. And we would love for you to interview this lieutenant so we can learn more about what he does and what they're doing. So I'm going to give you a quick little introduction, and then I would love for you to take over and introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are, how you came to be a firefighter, and the job and the ranking that you hold out there. So this is Lieutenant Sean Brooks of the Denver Fire Department. Um, I have here that you are the coordinator of the health and wellness and the CPAT coordinator and strength and conditioning coach for the Denver Fire Academy. Does that sound correct? Yep, that's correct. Awesome, man. Well, first of all, we are honored and grateful, and we thank you for being one of the finest and the bravest. Man, the floor is yours. We love to learn a little more about Lieutenant Sean Brooks. Who are you? Man, what do you do, and how'd you become part of the Denver Fire uh, Department? Yeah, for sure. You know, my journey kind of started uh, long ago. I've been on the department for over 20 years now, but I've been a professional trainer for the last 22 years. So it was kind of a really um, 
easy transition for me from that physical fitness world and to become a firefighter. I felt like that was a good calling for me. And uh, really for the last 20 years, I've kind of worked two different levels there of, of fitness as well as firefighting. But I always tell a story of 20 years ago when I got out of the fire academy, um, I heard another department had done a stress test on their entire department and they found that uh, there was 20% on the verge of a sudden cardiac event is how they, how they put it. So for me, being a Denver firefighter and just new out of the academy, I really wanted to put that you know, on the Denver Fire Department and see what we got because I was concerned. And when I took that information to the chief of the department, he basically kicked me out of his office and told me, you know, I didn't know anything. And I was just a young firefighter. I needed to get some time on the job. So I really tell that story because um, that was how wellness and fitness was kind of thought about back then 20 years ago. And ever since then, I've been really trying to push and change the mentality, change the culture uh, of the Denver Fire Department. And I think that kind of translates to other departments as well from the individuals I've talked to and going around the country and talking to other departments. But I really wanted to take it to a whole new level when this position became available to be the wellness coordinator. I, I felt like I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't take it because I've been pushing wellness and fitness for the last 20 years. So now I'm looking at changing and, and creating what we call total wellness, which is more than just fitness. It's, it's mental wellness. It's uh, the whole encompassing part that helps firefighters be the best. Man, that is awesome, man. I'm grateful for what you do. And I know that Denver has got to be grateful for what you do. I mean, you might be listening right now as a first responder out there, a part of an agency, a department. You know, right now, uh, Sean, we're over uh, 55 agencies that FFR, Fit First Responders, is blessed and honored to serve. So obviously, what you're doing out in Denver right now is not the norm. And, and they are obviously and absolutely blessed to have you but what do you say really quick as we kick off this interview, because I think it's important. What do you say to the agency, the department, the first responder that's listening right now that says, man, Sean, how cool is that, man? All, all of the Denver Fire Department has access to you. Man, I'm from a small town or even a big city, and we don't have a strength and conditioning coach. We don't have a fitness coordinator. Man, what, what do you say to that individual? Because you were there at a point where you were you know, at the academy, hungry and on fire to create change within your department. So what can, what do you say to that first responder listening today? You know, I said there's always there's always those fitness guys on all departments. The, the, the individuals are out there to help make change. You just have to locate those guys. You have to empower those guys. And then you got to bring the entire department, and I'm talking to everybody, the administration, the union, all those people on board, and, and once you start doing those things, and that's really what, what changed it for us, we got everybody on board. It wasn't like we were going to try and do this in our own little silo. Like, hey, this is what we want to do. And we brought everybody on board. And we had them give their input. And, and we created this whole plan on how to be the, the most successful. If you don't bring everybody on board, it's, it's incredibly difficult. And we did that for many years. And we banged our head on the wall over and over trying to, you know, please give us money. 
money. Please give us access to do these things. And, and it wasn't until we got everybody uh, on board that we really moved forward. Good and word, man. I really suggest. Good word, man. Hey, so talk to me about this. How how long ago was that when you said, hey, this is what I want to do. My heart is to serve as a firefighter, obviously, the Denver Fire Department. How long ago was that when you first had that that, that vision, that passion, and you were on fire to do that? Oh, man, it came early. You know, I was 18 years old when I took up my first fire test, and I didn't do well. And, uh, and I ended up going to college and, and you know, getting – exercise physiology but for me it was always in there i wanted i wanted to do it i wanted to help it seemed like it was a calling for me to go that way it's something that i was built to do so for a long time you know uh it's been there for sure okay so how long now would you say hey the denver fire department has a full blown out strength and conditioning program um u.s fitness coordinator how long have you been able to integrate your philosophy your program for the agency how long has that been going on you know full blown only about three years to be honest with you but it took 10 years to get to that point. It took 10 years of us working hard, um, building the pieces, getting peer fitness trainers, uh, getting all the, the components in place, getting everybody to accept it, uh, administration on board. And then in the last three years, we've really ex- extended our program. Now I have peer fitness trainers, uh, 24 of them. I have two physical therapists that work for me that see firefighters and help them with their injuries. Um, you know, we have our CPAT. We, we do all these different things. It's all encompassing, and now we're starting to really break into the behavioral health. Beautiful, man. So, hey, let's talk about that for a second. Obviously, three years it's been going on. It took you years to, to, to bang doors open, open doors, and you stuck with the vision, and you were persistent. So let's learn a little more about what Denver's doing. I think you, you alone in what you're doing is very inspiring. We're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Sean, and, you know, I, I'm not a firefighter. You know, I've never claimed to be. I have family that were firefighters. I have family that were police officers. You know, we saw some things go down in Tulsa where change had to happen. And that's where the nonprofit Fit First Responders was birthed out of just about four years ago. But I was also, I was asked to speak and I was out at Firehouse Conference out in San Diego. We brought one of the chiefs out there and, you know, we, we, we ran a booth uh, before and after I, I spoke. And I spoke about our four pillars and I'm going to dive into that with you because I think it's important where you said, hey, it's not just about the physical being, man. Coach JC, we started there, but we see that it's a little deeper than that. We're going to start talking a little of behavioral health and, and the mental side of stuff. But I do want to ask you this. But first of all, how, how large is the, the Denver Fire Department? How many firefighters do you guys have? We have about 1,000 firefighters. So you have 1,000 firefighters. How many firehouses would you say you guys have? We have 38 firehouses, not including DIA, basically, because we have, we have stuff at the airport, firefighters at the airport as well. All right, so, and I brought that up for this reason, because I know that it's a fairly big or larger agency out there. There's no excuse. I mean, obviously, you had to make it happen, and, and life is what you make of it, and, but obviously, you ran up against trials and, and, and adversity, and, and no, we're not doing that, Sean. Get out of the office. No, keep coming. No, Sean, we're not doing that. But you have a thousand firefighters. You have thirty-eight firehouses, and so talk to me about what's going on right now on a daily basis. You said you have how many pure fitness trainers, two physical therapists. Talk about that a little. 
Yeah, so we have 24 uh, peer fitness trainers, and we actually just finished all of our fitness assessments. I send all my uh, PFTs out to the firehouses. We do fitness assessments at the firehouses, bring all the crews in, um, and we do a submax VO2 test. Uh, we also do a functional movement screen with them, uh, all different things to trying to be proactive and, and showing them where they're at as far as their fitness level. And my peer fitness trainers are, are, have the ability to try and help with workout programs and nutrition programs. So that's a big part of what we do. Um, the Really the core is our physical therapist. And I've been able to hire two great top-of-the-line physical therapists. And what, what we really do with that is it's not a workers' comp thing, although 30% of what we deal with is workers' comp. It is really a proactive approach is what we're looking for. I want to bring firefighters in, and 70% of what we see is that guy that's like, hey, my shoulder's messed up. I don't know what I did. Because you take a look at it, and then we'll do that. And we'll, we'll head off those chronic injuries turning into surgeries and pulling guys from the firehouse. Because they don't want to be out of the firehouse, and I, you know, I want them in there as well. So that's the, the most proactive way that we can be. And we really see about 250 visits a month with that. So we're really helping firefighters to stay in the firehouse. Wow, 250 visits a month, you're saying, for just the physical therapist side of stuff? That's correct, yeah. Okay, and then you have 24 pure fitness trainers. Now, are those firefighters like you or no? Yep, they're firefighters that we've had specially trained um, with uh, American Council on Exercise. They have a certification as a peer fitness trainer. Um, they have the abilities to help people with workouts. They're you know they're basically trainers, and then that's what they do. They and I hire them to, in all different aspects. They're kind of an extension of me yeah, throughout this program, preaching what we're preaching, helping people. Well, now they're firefighters. They they're employed and they work for the the Denver Fire Department, correct? Yes. And they also hold a position working with you within the fitness side of stuff as well, right? That's correct. Yep. I use them for fitness assessments. I use them uh, for candid physical ability tests. We have a performance evaluation. It's an annual test that we do. They help me with that as well. Um, so, they, yeah, they help with a lot of different areas. It's huge for me. So let me ask you this. You, you, you have this passion and, and, and this vision. You set out to, to say, I'm going to change the way things are done within the Denver Fire Department when it comes to fitness and nutrition. And you're, 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 you're sending these guys out to the, to the actual firehouses. Man, what's the response in the beginning that you got from your fellow firefighters? Man, are you seeing excitement or are you saying, man, come on, Sean, man, what are you doing? Why are you here, brother? Like, you're forcing us to do something we don't want to do? What'd you run into, man? man, to be honest with you. You know, there's obviously a group of individuals that uh, love to be fit, love to be ready to go, um, and they embrace it. Um, then there's a group that, you know, thinks that uh, maybe we're out to get them a little bit. And and those are, that's the mentality I have to try and overcome. That's a big part of my job, you know. I'm creating a culture to help firefighters be better. I'm not creating a culture to firefighter, you know, to get them off the job. Um, and, and so... That takes time. That takes, uh, you know, me kind of out there, uh, my face out there, my physical therapist out there, my peer fitness trainers out there. Just, hey, we're trying to help. We're not really trying to collect information to, to pull you out. So, um, 
You know, and then there's always that, that group of individuals that, you know, they, they, they were studs at one point. They they came on the job. They were in shape. They were, you know, but they might have let it slip a little bit. You know, they might uh, had an injury that kind of held them back. And, you know, they, they're looking for their way to get back into that top condition. So I'm really always trying to help those individuals get them back and get them ready to go and keep them from getting injured. It's beautiful, man. We appreciate what you're doing. If you're just tuning in, you are listening to the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast. And today I am joined by Lieutenant Sean Brooks of the Denver Fire Department, doing big things out there as a fitness coordinator, a strength and conditioning coach. Um, and I want this podcast to motivate and inspire other agencies that you can do it. My man Sean's out there with a thousand firefighters, 38 firehouses, making it happen. Been, no excuses. Hey, Sean, talk to us really quick, man, about some of the results that you've seen individually, but also within the fire department, man, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you know, uh, workers comp, wherever you want to go with it, man. So give us some of the results that you say, man, me and the team have been blessed and honored to be able to produce these amazing results through our program. Yeah, you know, it's, it's interesting because in my office here, I'm not far from the physical therapist uh, clinic, and almost once a week, I got somebody that coming into my office and saying, hey, man, I really thank you for this uh, physical therapy. He goes, I, you know, I've had this back problem for two years, and uh, I'm leaving here pain-free, and I haven't had no pain, you know, for, for quite, a to- quite a bit of time. So I, I hear that almost once a week, which really just kind of solidifies that what we're doing is the right thing, you know. Um, we, we're seeing a lot of really phenomenal uh, people coming back from surgeries, like significant surgeries that have happened on the job where they thought they might be laid off and not be able to come back. And we've seen significant ones of guys come back, go through our program, go through our physical therapy and our strength and conditioning program, and they're back on the streets today. And uh, that, to me, says, you know, everything, solidifies everything we're trying to do and uh, makes it all worth it. So um, huge successes in those, and I know we're going to continue. And risk management loves to see those types of things, you know. They're actually, they were getting firefighters back, and we're getting them in a reasonable amount of time um, versus the old way, which is kind of letting the firefighters kind of hang out in the wind and hopefully they can get back. Um, and I can't tell you about the, the morale, how, how much better the morale is because yep. when, a, when a firefighter's pulled from that firehouse, they're pulled from their family, you know, it's a shock to them. And a, a firefighter just told me today, he's like, man, I never felt so isolated in my life of being injured. You know, I'm away from that pseudo family. I don't know if I'm going to get back to that firehouse. I don't know what the next step was. But now when they're coming here, they know there's a plan. They know that we are going to get them back. We're looking out for them. We're, we'll talk to their doctors, their surgeons. We'll get them back to 100% and get them out there so they're not worried anymore. And that's a huge thing for morale in our department. Man, that Sean, I cannot tell you how many departments and first responders we have been blessed and honored to work with and train that that has been a common denominator. What you just said, where you have a firefighter that gets injured on, injured on the job, and then he said, it's like the athlete, you know, I'm injured on a court or the field, and all of a sudden, it, you can't do anything, so the agency might not know better, and when you don't know what to do, you do not. 
nothing. So you have this first responder now, the player on the team, who now feels isolated. And they're kind of just sitting home and, and they start to get a little oppressed, a, a little depressed and say, man, I'm letting my team down, man, I, my family, my brotherhood. And all of a sudden you start to see where it becomes an issue, not just physically to get them back in the game in the fire department, but also mentally. And you're starting to see a first responder where now I, I, I don't know what to do. I, I can't cope. So the substance abuse becomes a reality. And, um, you know, suicide is at an all-time high amongst first responder world. Obesity is at an all-time high. Substance abuse is at an all-time high. So, man, what you just said, I think, is a huge takeaway today for the first responder listening that you might not have what Denver has right now and, and Sean Brooks, the lieutenant's talking about, but if you are injured, if you're, if you're on the job or that day comes, man, what Sean said is basically, man, get a part of a team. Get a part of a family. You might say, well, Sean, I don't have, man, the, the, the guys and the physical therapists and you there to push me and talking to my doctors and I, I just feel like I'm on the sideline. You know, uh, you know, Sean, that's a, that's a reality for a lot of first responders out there. What would you say to that first responder listen that says, man, I'm on the sideline, I'm injured or I've been there and depression set in because I don't have what you're talking about. It sounds awesome, but what do I do, Sean? Well, it's tough. I mean, you gotta, number one, you gotta stay positive. Um, there's always a way, and, and for years we did it that way, you know, and I've been one of those individuals that got hurt, you know, so I've been in that position where I'm like, I don't know what's gonna happen here. You know, I don't know if I can get back, I don't know if I can be 100%, you know, and, and, and I and I force my way through it, and, and it can happen. You gotta be an advocate for yourself. You gotta tell the doctors, you gotta explain what we do. That's a huge thing. Doctors don't understand what we do, and, and you gotta really break it down for them and, and uh, be up front with them. And, and if you keep positive, and obviously I offer anything anybody wants, you know, they can contact me at any time, and I'll try and help them as well. Um, but, yeah, stay positive. There is a way out there. Um, write the things down that you're you're struggling with and that you're suffering, you know, or problems you're facing. Have all those things ready because, you know, we took a lot of that stuff to our administration. We're like, hey, you know, this is a problem that we have. You know, we could be way better. And those are the things that help motivate the program. You know, we showed all these discrepancies. We showed all these gaps and we showed all these problems. And we said we could be better. You know, if we're really going to help firefighters, here's how we can do it. And once you show the administration you show the union all these different things you know they have to say something they have to make some changes but enough people get on board absolutely man it reminds me of a quote the great coach John Wooden once said don't let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do and you know you've been in this industry long I've been blessed and honored now over four years to work with some of the finest and the bravest and I've, I've discovered that a lot of the individuals that are winning more in life that, that are that are that are, yeah, adversity comes, obstacles come, the trials of life come. But as a first responder, if you're listening right now, you can't allow the emotions to dictate your actions. You can't allow the outside sources to affect who you are, how you feel at the moment, the injury, the, the demotion, the, the, the lack of promotion you might not got at the, at the moment. 
you got to stop giving attention to the things you can't control and start to give attention to the things that you can control. Because I know, and Sean knows, there's always room for improvement. There's always room to create change. We're interviewing a guy right now, a lieutenant, Sean Brooks, that did it. He saw a need and he said, man, I'm not just going to sit around and talk about the problem, but I'm going to find a solution. So we're here to motivate you today. We're here to encourage you today. We're here to inspire you today to say thank you for what you do. And, and, and there's, you know, and I want to say this, Sean, because, you know, we talk about this a lot and, and as firefighters, as medics, as National Guard, as law enforcement listening today, a lot of times, Sean, first responders find their identity in what they do. And that's hard. It's like the athlete when all I know is I'm a, I'm a football player in the NFL or, you know, I've been blessed and privileged to work with some of the top athletes in the world over the years and Olympians. And if that's all they know, then when that's taken away, man, it hits the fan. So I want to encourage the first responder listening right now. And this is why FFR Online was created to bring you the tools needed to be fit for duty, yes, and we're talking about that today, but just as important for you to be fit for life, to be your best, not only on the job, but off the job, physically, yes, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, in your relationships, financially, there's so much out there for a first responder to be your best in life, and you know what? I first responders, man, that have gone through hell and have and have come back, man, and are active first responders that have went through our program that are there to help now. So, Sean, man, we want to thank you, man, and, and we want to do something that we do with, with all of our guests. We want to put you in what we call the hot seat, and we have four pillars, man. We have four pillars at FFRonline.tv. I can tell that you're a guy that practices what you preach. So our first pillar is focus, man. It's, it's, that, it's, that, it's that focus of the motivation, the, the what I desire is what I focus on, and what I focus on is, is what I go and get, man. So when it comes to you and your focus, man, what is the thing that drives you, your purpose, your juice? What do you focus on every single day, and what do you do to stay motivated? What is Sean Brooks, Lieutenant of Denver Fire Department, the Director of the Fitness and Coordinator of Fitness and the Strength Conditioning Coach. What do you do to stay sharp, man, and stay focused mentally and emotionally so you can be your best, brother? You know, for me, I think back to uh, those those before me. You know, I had a really good mentor in my life was a captain that I worked with on, on Truck 16, and uh, six months after he retired, he died of cancer. And those things, that individual really motivates me, drives me every day. Um, I had an individual that I was a firefighter with, a guy was 33 years old, died of a heart attack. You know, multiple of those individuals have been in my life throughout my entire career. And I think back to those guys every single day. You know, they're not here, but I'm here. So wow. I can do those things that they're not able to do anymore. And that always motivates me and drives me. And I try to always have that in the back of my head that I'm doing it for those individuals and those individuals that are right now on the job. Um, to make things better. All day, man. I love it. All right, we're moving on. You got fitness, my man. What is Lieutenant Sean Brooks of the Denver Fire Department? You're in the hot seat, man. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast, and we are interviewing Mr. Sean Brooks. Sean Brooks, what do you do to stay your best and be your best in your fitness? You know, for me, um, I think it's a, it's a lifestyle. 
Every day you gotta you gotta be doing something. Even if it's just stretching that day, um, you're doing something every day, and that's how firefighters should look at it. You gotta be doing something every day to be the best um, on our jobs and keep from getting injured. Uh, so for me, man, I try to be as intense as I can with all my um, workouts. I have a background in as a as a uh, competitive bodybuilder and powerlifter. That's going way back, but <laughs> I use those always to motivate me and, and stay as fit. And plus, I have you know 24 recruits right now in our fire academy. I got to stay up with them. Come on, for sure. I love it. I love it. All right, let's move on to the next pillar. Two more left. The next pillar is family, man. And what we're talking about here is relationships. Man, iron sharpens iron, man. You're out there. You're sharpening a lot of individuals at the Denver Fire Department. But what about you and your relationships, man? Who, uh, maybe who's mentoring you, who who you're accountable to, you know, brotherhood. Uh, maybe it's your spouse the, the in your marriage. But what do you do when it comes to you as a family man and the relationships in your life to make sure that they are strengthened? on a daily basis so you can be your best you know it's 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 tough you know i have a wife and two kids and and uh my kids are busy you know they got baseball and all the events they got to get to you know and i really try to have that balance and 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 it's tough in this position you know and and i've tried to work myself to be better at it uh but you know in the beginning of those first couple years you know there was 60 hour weeks that i'm putting in trying to get this thing afloat so um now i've tried to really uh hopefully get things in place to where i can i can go to those baseball games and and i can spend some time on vacation with my wife uh but it's a tough you have to really dedicate yourself and uh be aware of all the ways you're doing at all times awesome man and last and final pillar to be fit for duty and fit for life man we call it the faith pillar it's about the belief system it's about you being your best believing in who you are what you're capable of it's about being the most fit version of you man physically mentally emotionally spiritually relationship wise financially not going by how you feel every single day but it's about being that man on the mission man what do you do to build your faith and continue to uh, push this mission and vision that you have to be the best man what do you do on a daily basis to keep the faith even when times are tough and doesn't seem possible, what does Sean Brooks do, Lieutenant of Denver Fire Department? You know, I try to put myself in other people's shoes. Um, there's plenty of people out there really struggling. Uh, I have it pretty well, I like to say. You know, my job is, is tough and it requires a lot of time and effort for sure, but things can be way worse and, I, and I've seen that. I've seen people really struggling in their life and, and struggling on this department and, and trying to get back. And so I really put myself in their shoes and I think that really just helps keep me grounded and uh, looking in the right direction and keep uh, positive the whole time. Awesome, my man. That's Sean Brooks, Lieutenant of Denver Fire Department. Man, you're officially out in the hot seat, man. We appreciate you. We're grateful. And we are honored that you took the time today to, uh, out of your busy schedule, to impart in our nation's first responders. I know they're grateful, man. Our law enforcement officers, our firefighters, our medics, our National Guard, and our great military. Sean Brooks, before we conclude this show, my man, is there anything else that we're missing that you want to make sure you get across to the first responder listening today, brother? Uh, you know, I just want to say that uh, every department has some parts, some components in there. I've seen it over and over when I go around the country. So you can take those those little pieces and you can really always build on it. Um, there's people out there that are like me. There's plenty of firefighters that way. We're all kind of cut from the same cloth. You just have to get those people on board, create that team. You create that team and you can move forward. Um, there are... 
there are the administration that understands it. You know, it might need a little bit of a push, uh, a little bit more of a clarification, but they'll, they'll get on board as well. So never, never look past that. It's always going to be achievable. Awesome, my man. And you said, correct me if I'm wrong, are you the coordinator, the training officer over at the academy? What, what was your title out at the academy? Yeah, so I'm the strength conditioning coach at the academy as well. Beautiful, man. I love it. Once again, Sean, we thank you from the bottom of our heart, man, for taking your time to invest in our nation's finest and bravest. This is Coach JC. You are listening to the Fit for Duty, Fit for Life podcast. And that does conclude our show today with Lieutenant Sean Brooks of the Denver Fire Department. He's the strength and conditioning coach for the Fire Academy. And he's also the fitness coordinator out there. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for doing your part to be fit for duty and fit for life.